Hello, my name is Noah Barber. You're listening to my podcast. Prepare to laugh. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the ArtCast. After we've been off for a week, we are back. Back and better than ever. I'm not going to make promises I can't keep, so I'm not going to say better than ever. (laughs) Um, We're back. Let's just put it that way. Episode four, talking about a couple of my grandfather's favorites. My pops. That's what I call him. Pops. That's what I called him. A couple of weeks ago, August 26th was his birthday, and uh, he's been gone for about four years now, and um, I still celebrate it um, in his memory. And... uh, you know, I just thought, why not do a couple of his favorite movies? Because he's a big part of why I love movies. And so today we're going to talk about um, we're going to talk about the Princess Bride, which is a classic that I know a ton of people love and know, and it has so many great one-liners. Um, and then I'm also going to talk about um, Harry and the Hendersons, and uh, I have a funny story of that movie um, when we get there. But um, just want to talk about life a little bit first. Um, it's good. It's, I just got off of work and just got home from working some softball games today. Um, it's a, it's about 1114 right now. It's a late night, but that's just how it goes. Um, school is great. Trying to keep up with reading everything and keeping up with projects and keeping up with people and and work at the church and all those things. And they're all going really well. The, the worship teams that I'm on are a ton of fun and very encouraging and just such talented people. And, you know, at church, the people are just great and the community is great and the worship is great. It's, it's, it's a great, all these opportunities are just awesome that the Lord has been opening these doors for me. And it's just special. It's a special time. And even though I'm, I'm tired a lot of times and you know, got a coffee up, you know, it's worth it. It's all worth it. It's to love people and to show love to people and to get love from people and to worship with people and to lead people and worship all these things and to have great friends. They're all worth it. The Lord has blessed me. You know, it, it took a while. Whenever I first moved here back in January, moving from Louisiana to North Carolina, it was a hard move. And, you know, I didn't really have much of anybody and, you know, went through some hard times after only being here for a short time. And it just wasn't easy. I felt really alone a lot of the time. And, you know, the Lord just over time blessed me with great community and great people around me that, that support me from all kinds of different places. And that's just really awesome. It's just a really great thing. And just talking about being alone, this this month, September is, is a suicide awareness month, I believe, something along those lines. And that's just a really big thing right now. And it's something that I, I've has been near to my heart for a long time because I struggled with those thoughts for a long time. That was just something that, and I know this is really heavy to start the podcast with, but this is important. And I just saw just a a little while ago while I was at work, you know, during a break, I I saw that a pastor that was very big about um, uh, suicide prevention and suicide awareness and all those things, he took his own life. And so many music artists that I look up to and that have inspired me and just people that are so special have taken their lives. And I just, it's hard to to talk about it, but I just want to say you're not alone. None of, nobody is alone. Even if you feel alone, you're you're not you're not. There there are, there are hotlines to call. There are people to turn to. There's a heavenly Father above that 
he's comforted me in times that were so hard and so I thought I was all by myself and, and he showed me that I wasn't even close to that. It's never it's never the right answer. It's never it's not the easy way, it's not the smart way, it's not the right thing to do at all. People take their lives so often these days and especially teenagers and people around my age and people in ministry and it's just you're not alone. That is a tool that Satan loves to use. He loves to use isolation, guilt and shame to lead to isolation that leads to that feeling of just being utterly alone. That's not the case. You're not alone. You have people who love you. I guarantee it. You who's listening right now, I love you. I don't care who you are. I don't care if I don't know you. I love you. And more importantly, the Father above loves you. He loves you to no end. There's nothing you could ever have done or ever will do that will stop him from loving you. That's a thought that 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 kind of sets the tone for this episode. And these are two heartfelt, mo- I mean, you know, light movies, but um, they have some deep places in my heart because of the connections. Um, sorry to start so heavy, guys, but that's just very important. I just saw that, and I I have to use every platform I can possible to say those things because. I know what it feels like to be alone, and even just the simple words of somebody encouraging over a podcast or a song or a video on social media, I know those can help, even if it's just a little bit. A smile from someone can help you, you know, a hug, um, all those things. So don't push somebody down. Pick them up. Love each other. Love your fellow man. Get around those differences. Don't let your beliefs or your lifestyles, all those things, don't let them stop you from loving each other, from loving other people. Don't let those things get in the way of love, because that's the greatest way to reach people. That's the greatest way to help your fellow person is love. Anyway, let's talk about Harry and the Hendersons first. My grandpa's favorite movie was The Princess Bride, so we'll talk about that one second. So Harry and the Hendersons. So the funny story connecting to this this movie actually is my grandpa's name was Harry Henderson. And so every time he'd be like at a bank or something, they'd be like, what's your name? He'd, Harry Henderson, just like in the movies. And for the longest time, I didn't understand that reference at all. And then finally, uh, I, I never asked either. I just kind of let it happen because it was just something he always said. And I'd just be like, oh, that's just Pop saying something, you know, that's just grandpa, whatever. And uh, finally, I was like, what are you talking about whenever you say that? And uh, he um, he showed me the movie, and it is, it is a wild movie. It is, <laughs> it is such a strange comedy movie from the 80s or 90s. Uh, let's look it up, why don't we? Harry and the Henderson. Boop. Here we go. Harry and the Hendersons. IMDb. Uh, 1987. The 80s. The synopsis at the beginning, at the top of the IMDb um, description is very short and sweet. The Henderson family adopt a friendly Sasquatch, but have a hard time trying to keep the legend of quote-unquote Bigfoot a secret. (laughs) I don't know if I'd call it adopt. It's more like... They hit it with their car, and they freak out, and then they keep it sort of 
they drive off and then it shows up or something along those lines and like it wakes up and <laughs> so it's uh it's a lot more than that also imdb gives it no justice it only has a six out of ten on here i think it's a yeah, that's probably about right, honestly. <laughs> it's a great movie, though. It has I, I probably like it more than what it's worth because of the connections. Um, the first time I ever watched it, my grandpa and I watched it together. We watched it at um, we watched it on his TV in his room, and he blared it, of course, because he was deaf and would not. Uh, he was basically deaf and uh, would not. He was partially deaf. Very, very hard of hearing because of uh, not taking care of his ears throughout the years working construction and stuff and doing music. Anyway, so he would blare the TV with the closed captions. <laughs> and uh, anyway, we watched it and I, I laughed very hard, but also was like, why on earth would you uh, would you like say, just like in the movies, relating yourself to Harry Henderson, which is the Sasquatch in the movie? And he's like, yeah, you know, big hairy guy. Big Harry Sasquatch makes sense, <laughs> and that also definitely just characterized my my grandpa very well because he's just a guy who's pretty lighthearted, and he had times when he was very stern and in my discipline and things like that. But he also loved to laugh and he loved to love people. And I was actually just doing this little essay the other day that was just like the question was like, "What's a lesson you learned outside of the classroom?" And I talked about some little one-liner lessons that he he taught me and. One of the things he taught me was that, you know, no job is more important than friends or family. And he definitely showed that in, in the way that he treated people and the way that he invited people over. And he always had somebody coming over and those people, like, he would have coffee with them. But he'd also have, like, one of the examples is, like, our pastor, Brother Tim. He would come over a lot. And my grandpa found out he liked bananas. And so my grandpa would always make sure we were stocked with bananas so that if Brother Tim was coming, he could have a banana. And also, like, with Mr. Dean, like... Mr. Dean was our neighbor, uh, who's a guy who rode around in a wheelchair. He lived on our property, and he rode around on an electric wheelchair. Anyway, and um, he became he became a great friend of mine as well, even though he's much older than me. But he'd ride over uh, across the field in the little like, electric wheelchair, and my grandpa knew that he liked sugar cubes better than sugar packets. And so, like, even though my grandpa drank it black, he would make sure that he had sugar cubes for Mr. Dean, just because that's how he liked it. And, you know, that's the type of person my grandpa was. He just he loved to show people that he thought of them. He really cared for people. He was always doing things to, to help people, and he really showed me what it meant to, to care for people a lot. <laughs> um, I know I'm, I'm, I'm going on and off here from the movie, but anyway, let's go back into the movie. Um, Harry and the Hendersons is just, a, it's a funny film because it's, it's so strange, um, and apparently it got turned into a TV show which the top user list that it's on on IMDb is terrible shows, which doesn't surprise me. A lot of um, 80s movies turned TV shows did not end up too well or like little sequels of those shows. Not not too hot either. Um, this movie, though, this this movie was just it was so it, it, it the, the way that they they played the Sasquatch. He had great facial expressions and his mannerisms were so like curious. And, you know, he had the things that like he was trying to be really gentle, but he was so big that he would destroy things. You know, those those moments were very funny, like the scene whenever they first get him like like show in the house, like he he stands up and he boof in through the door uh, through the door uh, frame. And like he's he freaks out whenever he does it. 
though, because he's like, oh, I don't know what to do. Like, and this is a little bit interesting. I looked up like some trivia about it. Um, the guy that played the Sasquatch, Kevin Peter Hall, it looks like is his name. He played, he played the Sasquatch. He was seven foot two naturally. And then with the makeup, he was increased to eight feet. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, that's, that is wild. Um, eight, eight feet, but he was already seven foot two just naturally. That's wild. So the guy that they had to play the Sasquatch was already like a big dude. That's pretty cool. Sorry. That's a little rambly as well, but, um, just it's, this movie is very endearing. It's very, um, you know, family on vacation, riding through the mountain road, kind of swervy and all those things. And then he boom, hit the Sasquatch and the dad's like, I don't know what to do about it. And the, you know, the family's like, I don't know, is it dead? And yada, yada, yada. And, you know, they, I just want to address, I just said, yada, yada, yada. The only time I've ever said yada, yada, yada in my entire life is whenever I've been doing these episodes and I don't understand it. <laughs> um, I guess it's just a filler word that when I get nervous, which I'm not really nervous, but whenever I get like, oh, I got to say words, more words, I'm going to use yada, yada, yada for some reason. The only time I've ever heard somebody use yada, yada, yada is in that episode of Seinfeld. That shows how old I am at heart because a lot of shows and movies that I watch are old. I feel like media is a lot better or like a lot of movies were better back then or more thought out. I don't know. They did have a lot of trash movies back then, too. Anyway, um, just talking about Harry and the Hendersons. It's funny because the first time I had watched it in a really long time was when I first moved here. I was hanging out with my roommate and the neighbors, and we were talking about watching a movie. We were like, what are we going to watch? What are we going to do? And I was like, I have I have my collection of DVDs. And they're like, oh, okay. And so we were like looking through them, and then I was like, have you guys ever seen Harry and the Hendersons? And, and everybody's like, what is that? I was like, that's it. That's what we're going to watch. And I enjoyed it so much, but yet, like, I don't, I guess the emotional connection to it, even though this movie has no, like, moment where I got, like, there is a, you should get teared up or anything, like, I teared up at the end of it, and I guess it was just the connection of, which I'm a big softy and a big sap, but it was just thinking of my pop, you know, thinking of my pops and just missing him and remembering how much he loved this movie and how funny he thought it was and, you know, his reference, you know, his always his Harry Henderson, just like in the movies. And so, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's a fun movie. It's a very fun movie. I wouldn't call it a great movie, but it's a very fun movie. And it's got a lot of funny moments and, you know, the character, uh, the, the Sasquatch looks really good for the time, honestly. And, um, the acting is pretty good and, and it's a funny story and it's a really fun movie. The people that watch it, if they haven't ever seen it, I hope that you enjoy it and, uh, watch it in memory of my pops because it was a movie he really liked. And all right, now we're going to talk about The Princess Bride. And this movie is loved. I mean, so loved. It's got a 97 on Rotten Tomatoes, and I know a ton of people love it. Uh, and, and it is a one-liner movie. Like, so many people say little quotes from this movie. So many people say little one-liners. I mean, the intro of today's episode was a spoof on one of the biggest lines from it. Hello, my name is Indigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. So, you know, inconceivable. And marriage is what brings us together today. And a ton of other ones. I mean, there are a million in this movie. Andre the Giant is in it. I mean, come on, Andre the Giant. If you haven't seen it, it's a it's a movie where um, 
basically it starts out and it's a young boy who's sick in bed and his grandpa, which makes me a little bit emotional watching it whenever I'm like, oh, my grandpa, like his favorite movie. And now it's his grandpa reading him a story, you know, but he reads him this, this novel that's The Princess Bride, which it actually is a novel. And uh, it's the story. And I'm not going to go too far into it, uh, because if you haven't watched it, you should go see it. But it is a wonderful adventure story of Buttercup, uh, The Princess Bride. And she doesn't love she doesn't love the prince. Uh, she doesn't want to marry him because she's still in love with her long lost love, Wesley. But she thought he was dead five years ago. And so, you know, it's a great movie. And actually, it written, the guy who wrote the book wrote the screenplay for the movie. Uh, that's pretty cool. That doesn't always happen. Uh, I'm looking at the IMDb because I want to give you little, little things about it, little trivia things and some stuff like that. But this, this movie is very well done. Uh, it was actually came out in 1987 as well. Um, so there's another connection for these movies. Two movies came out in 97 and 87 and two movies loved by my pop and two movies that are not rated as well as they should be on IMDb. Rotten Tomatoes has it at 97. IMDb has it at 8.1, which I disagree very much so. But this movie is so well done. Um, the characters are the development of the characters, the characters are lovable. They have great lines, like I just said, that uh, they have great action scenes and they have great mannerisms and the the, the script is well done and the storyline is well done. And the bringing it out of the story to talk, uh, to bring it back to the grandfather, it's not like they just have one scene where it's the grandpa and the kid and he's like, I'm going to read you the story and then boom, you never see them again. It comes out of the story back to them because the kid's like, wait, 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 wait. Like there's, he's like, there's not going to be kissing in this, is there? And like, uh, he's like, no, no, no. And then there's kissing. And like, uh, he's like, wait, 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 you said there wasn't going to be kissing. So, um, one of my favorite lines I just thought about is buttercup. She says, we'll never survive. And Wesley's nonsense. You're only saying that because no one ever has. (laughs) I mean, come on. That's, that's so good. Or, I'm not going to go through all of it, but there's so many good lines. And this movie is just, it's a lovable movie. It's a, it's a fun movie. It's got good acting. It's got good characters. And my grandpa, we would watch it all the time. And anytime, if you asked him what his favorite movie was, immediate snap of the finger, that's what he was going to say. Because he said the first time he ever watched it, he like, he couldn't help but quote from it even though he wasn't that really that type of person he couldn't help quote from it he couldn't help think about it he couldn't help hum the like the soundtrack in moments he he said that he just loved it he loved the, the storyline he loved the characters all of it and i completely agree this is one of my favorite movies and it wasn't even swayed by him saying it it was his favorite movie i just fell in love with it when i watched it he didn't tell me it was his favorite movie before we watched it and then we watched it and i was like wow that was so good and he was like yeah that's my favorite movie and Uh, which I do that with my favorite movie is Interstellar. And even though it's a long movie and it's not for everybody, when I watch it with someone and they come out and they're like, oh man, that was, that was awesome. Even though I'm so confused, I'm like, yeah, that's my favorite movie. But I don't say it beforehand. I just kind of constantly look at them, you know, to make sure that they're reacting the right way. (laughs) This movie is so near and dear to my heart. Both of these movies are so near and dear to my heart. They're so funny. Um, they're so fun. If you haven't seen them, I don't know what you're doing. You got to go see them. 
I don't really know what much else to say except that. I mean, they. I don't want to talk too much about them because if you haven't seen them, I, you got to go see them. I don't want to spoil these movies because they're so special. They are special to a lot of people. Anytime I bring these movies up and people have seen them, they love them. And I don't know what else much to say. These, I, I just, my grandpa, let me talk about him for a moment, honestly. I... I made a I made a post on social media on his birthday because I just it wasn't really to get pity or get attention or anything like that. It was more just to commemorate him because he's just a special man and he's a special man in a lot of people's lives and I want to read you what I had to say because I can't I can't say it better on the fly. I really thought hard about this, but let me read it to you. I wrote this the night of his birthday and I said Celebrating the birthday of someone who passed may seem like a strange tradition to have, especially doing it alone, but I do it. My pops was a man who played such a huge part in who I am today, a man who was so strong and so stern, but so soft and loving as well, a man who truly got to know a person deeper than the surface. People who had the pleasure of knowing him loved him. He was talented, smart, and caring. Of course he had his faults, as we all do, and was stubborn as a bull, but he truly cared for everyone in his life and wanted the best for them. That day I lit a little candle and sang happy birthday and blew it out for him. The years don't make it easier, but the assurance of the Father up above reminding me of the sweet reunion one day sure does. I don't say those things for pity or for sympathy, but just to remind you to never take things for granted and hold the ones you love close. Don't let petty things separate you, and love each other fully. Love the people you have in your lives. If you feel alone, you're not alone. If you feel like somebody has hurt you, talk to them about it. Don't just hold it and never say anything because it's not worth having a disconnect, and then they pass away. I'm a person who doesn't have a lot of family, and I just, I don't, I don't want those who do and have a disconnect in their family, I don't want them to lose that because it's such a special thing. Love the people around you. Get past the hardship and love them because it's worth it. It's always worth it. I do my best to do that. I challenge you to do the same. Excuse me. Next week ep episode is going to be on a Jared Hess double feature of two very loved movies, which is Napoleon Dynamite and Nacho Libre, two movies that I love in a special way. They have big cult followings uh, for sure. Jack Black stars in it uh, in Nacho Libre and uh, what's his name? Jared Heater, James Heater, Heater, John Heater. John Heater is his name. Jack Black and Nacho Libre, John Heater and, and Napoleon Dynamite. Two great films that are really weird, but really funny. Jared Hess directed both of them, um, wrote both of them, and they're just special films as well. They're just hilarious <laughs> in weird ways. So I'm excited about that. That one will be a much more lighthearted episode. And, you know, I just want to say this. If you're struggling, get some help. Go call the hotline. Reach out to somebody. Talk to your fellow man. Talk to your friend. If you don't have a friend, 
talk to somebody at a church. I don't know. Talk to me. <laughs> I'll be there for you. I promise. Yeah. So, to reach us, to uh, give us some suggestions about what we should do for episodes, if you just want to reach us and say if you that you enjoy the podcast, or if you need somebody to talk to, find us on Facebook at the Artcast with Noah O'Brien Barber. You can email us at thearcpodcast19 at uh, gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram. You can listen to us everywhere. Pocket Cast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all of the above. I mean, there's there's a ton of them. Or at anchor.fm. So, again, you're not alone. I love you. If you need some help, find it. Don't just let yourself sit in isolation and shame. And, uh... Love your fellow man. Go check out these movies, too. They'll make you laugh. I promise they'll make your day better. And thank you so much for listening. Have a great week. Bye-bye.